Hey, everybody, welcome to the Social Beauty Makers, the podcast, where every Sunday and Wednesday we'll bring you fast paced, powerful 15 minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends and all things tech for the professional salon industry. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. So it is uh, Friday afternoon before the 4th of July weekend. Um, here in the USA, uh, I, I honestly was tempted to take a podcast holiday, but I've only missed two scheduled episodes in eight years, so I I, I just had to be here. <laughs> so so here I am. Uh, happy Independence Day to, to everybody in America. Um, I also want to say that my intro was a little bit um, not true. Um, the podcast is actually moving from every Sunday and Wednesday to every Wednesday. Uh, I'll bring you Social Beauty Makers, and as was said in the last podcast, on Sundays, I'm bringing you an all-new podcast hosted by me. It's called Mastering Beauty, Building Sustainable and Successful Careers, and it's part of BeautyCast Network, and my new role there is CEO, and for those who don't know, it's been around for 10 years doing amazing work, supporting schools, supporting students and graduates, and, and working with employers to connect the dots between all those folks and ultimately to build great and sustainable careers, and, and so much of my life has has been around that focus in various ways. And so I am excited uh, for this new opportunity. And so stay tuned uh, for Sunday, the 9th of July, launching the uh, Mastering Beauty podcast. It'll only be 30 minutes, but um, filled with great guests. Tap of the coffee, guest number one. And I will also bring along uh, BeautyCast founder, Penny Burns, to introduce you to her if you've not met her before. It's going to be a great, great conversation. And uh, I hope you will give it a listen. I want to briefly read something to you. It's a DM that came my way and it's on the topic of artificial intelligence. You guys know that I am obsessed with it and I get more excited every day. I've said this before, but it's the pace is just insane. And I, I think it's really appropriate. It's going to be a big part of our industry and time. And I received this DM, have, have not met this person before. She's, she's a professional in the industry, a hairdresser. Um, her name is Lulu. And I apologize, Lulu, for mangling your last name, um, but it looks to be uh, Benavitez, Lulu Benavitez. And she says, and it's, uh, let me see how grateful I am to you, Lulu, for sharing this, because it motivates me to, to keep on doing the work that I'm doing, especially in this important topic of AI and where it might be leading us. She says, I wanted to take a moment to express my profound admiration for your podcast. Yay, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it is indeed something I truly cherish and find both entertaining and educational. And I, I love that as well. I, I try to be entertaining as well as educational. Back to Lulu. Furthermore, I would like to share my excitement for the amazing utility ChatGPT. The app has significantly helped me in preparing for the forthcoming TIVA conference for the school instructors next month. She's, she's an instructor in cosmetology. I'm currently organizing a hands-on class on updos and a storyboard class. The assistance of ChatGPT in composing the materials for these sessions has been invaluable. While a few tweaks here and there are still required, it certainly beats the endless gaze at my computer screen. And that's what I love so much about AI. It is a research assistant. It just it it moves things fast so forward, and then we get them in front of us, and uh, you know, like a like a big piece of clay um, that has kind of been cut back to the proper size, you know, we then mold it into that, that beautiful sculpture, but we're not starting with a giant mountain of clay. So uh, again, there's just all kinds of, of efficiencies that, uh, that are there. Let me continue with, with Lou's note. It says, in addition to the preparation for the conference, 
ChatGPT has proved to be instrumental in my writing endeavors as well, especially in crafting articles. To say the least, it has been a game changer. Once again, thank you for your delightful podcast. Thank you, Lulu. And for indirectly introducing me to such a remarkable tool, ChatGPT. I love you, Lulu. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, in my own work today on AI, I ran across a kind of a, a bunch of information, a, a cheat sheet, as, as they called it. And uh, I'm just going to chunk these out a little bit because I, I think it helps people to understand um, what this is all about. And if you look into AI at all, you always hear about prompting. And it, it's kind of how we speak to it to make certain things happen. And we prompt to get a response. And so they, things are kind of categorized into a process. So you have modes and roles. It's so important to, to tell ChatGPT as you begin to work with it, how you view it in the moment. So in other words, you know, ChatGPT, you are my intern to find research on the topic of hair color. ChatGPT, I want to generate ideas around how to better market my salon. Another role would be that of editor. ChatGPT, I need you to edit and um, um, proofread um, this text. Um, another role would be teacher. I, lo I love this one. I'd be using it a lot. Uh, ChatGPT, you are my teacher in the area of blank, in the area, as an example, salon management. Critique, this is a really powerful one. Um, you are um, my coach and critic. Um, I would like you to critique my argument on X. Um, my argument that, um, that um, chair rental is a better opportunity for me than um, working as a commission stylist. Um, here's my argument. Please critique it. Again, fascinating stuff. Results are never promised to be perfect, but again, it can be such a time saver, such a time saver. Then, then you think about formats that you're working in, which is kind of like, what do you want to get back in? You know, and comes to format, you know, um, you, you want to write a tweet, which means it knows it has to be a certain number of characters or words. Um, you want it to be a social media post, you might give it a little bit more. You want it to be a blog post, but a blog under 200 words, under 400 words. Um, you want it to write you an email. You want to get content back in a bulleted form. I do that all the time. Write me an article about X, but give it to me um, with the highlights or the major points in bullets within the context of the overall um, document that you are writing. A report, an essay, a presentation, research. You tell it the format that you want to get your information in ultimately or how you want to use it. Um, then tone, really important. You ask it to write in a, a certain manner, in a certain style. Tone, is it friendly? Is it firm? Is it funny? Is it um, confident? Is it poetic, if you will? Um, descriptive, humorous. Um, one of my favorites is to, is to suggest to friends, um, friends who are out there and either have some information online about them or perhaps they're stars in the industry, like go out and ask ChatGPT to give you um, a summary of your biography. Please give me a summary of XYZ, the full name. Um, and, and if there may be more than one person with that name, a little bit of history or, you know, the hairdresser Vidal Sassoon, as an example, to use a, a really obvious one, um, ask him to give a summary of Vidal Sassoon to me and his lengthy career in 200 words or less. Then when it comes to tone, 
Um, you can change it up. And, and to make it humorous, I would suggest trying what I just said in ChatGPT if, you, if you're using it. And then say, can you rewrite that summary of Vidal using the style of Snoop Dogg, the rapper? You don't have to say the rapper. Trust me, ChatGPT knows who Snoop is. Um, and it will quickly rewrite that paragraph that it's given you and put it into that very well-known, from a cultural standpoint, Snoop Dogg uh, perspective. So I think I, I, I just love that. They do something that was called like a, 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 you know, a, a chain prompt. I just kind of talked about that where you're asking it to give you a summary. You're then when you look at it, you decide, well, how many words do you like want it to be? So you, you modify what you've asked for. So you do that again, but bring it down to this many words. Then you read it and you say, hmm, what about the tone? Okay, you want the Snoop tone or you want the more professional tone or you want a tone similar to the way we'll say the Oprah writes or, or Tim Ferriss writes, or think about, you know, what's the purpose of your writing? And, and again, what kind of tone um, you want it to sound generationally appropriate, write this in a tone that would be appreciated by Gen Z, write this in a tone that would be appreciated by uh, a baby boomer. Um, and then you can ask it to take and modify the format that it's given you. So it, you, gave, you got back your summary, you've made some adjustments, now you've got your tone sorted out and you're looking at this document and say, okay, well, now I'm going to turn it into a PowerPoint presentation. So can you take this block of copy and convert the answer into text for a uh, multi-slide PowerPoint presentation with one idea on each slide? And it will come back and give you some answers to that. Again, you may have to refine them, but that's, that's really, really fascinating. Um, if you're doing it for marketing or, or for anything, really, you can ask for quantities of stuff. You know, I, I want some ideas on salon promotion. Give me 10. Um, I, want some salon, I want some ideas on salon promotion for the coming fall season or um, after Labor Day marketing. You know, give me a 30-day calendar of social media uh, post ideas that relate to our salon that does X, Y, and Z. Um, write me Facebook ad copy around product X. Give me, um, I'm going to write an email about topic X. Um, let's say that that topic is that um, we're sending an email out to our database saying that we've got a new stylist on hand and here's an introduction to this person. And I want you to write me um, five persuasive subject lines so that this email is looked at by the maximum number of people. So you've told it what you're writing about, this new person, give it a little bit more information. So these are kind of marketing prompts. And you know, again, I think that's also fascinating. You can do the same things for, for selling things. Um, you can do the same kind of things you know, for um, research. You know, I, lo I love asking when I do research to give me so many ideas um, or to summarize. You, know, you can actually ask it to summarize financial information. I'm, I'm working on a book <laughs> using chat. I'll, I'll say it out loud. I'm working on a book with chat GPT on how hairdressers and saloners can use chat GPT. Um, so I started by asking it for a chapter outline and one line descriptions for each of them. So, and I was amazed by it. And now I'm working on tone customer service. There's so much you can do with this. And I just encourage everybody, you know, to get out there and, and, and give it a try. Lastly, on this subject, and I wanted to keep this short, and I'm not watching the clock, I'm probably long already. So, but I, my, my last point on, on this on AI, and this is a very much off the cuff uh, episode today. So, so, thank you for putting up with me. Education and healthcare. These, no matter where I look, are the, the, the big topics that just keep coming back 
to the front of the line saying, anything's going to happen sooner rather than later, other than marketing, because marketers are using this all over the place. I just saw a study saying that approximately 20% of brands uh, with marketing teams are using artificial intelligence already in their everyday work, not replacing people, but using it as a tool to get work done more efficiently, more effectively. But in terms of categories, education, I, I just continue to read and explore and see how education is going to be impacted by artificial intelligence in a really positive way, potentially, and especially in tutorials. And that's where I really recommend you, you kind of experiment with it and ask it to teach you things. Um, and I'll, I'll do a podcast on some good ideas on how to go about that. But literally, you can ask it to help you learn a language or especially how to learn how to read a language. Um, long list of things that you can teach it. Uh, um, the history of hairdressing, you know, Say to AI, you are going to be my tutor in understanding the history of hairdressing. Um, my interest is the last 150 years. And so I'd like you to start by giving me a detailed outline of the, let's say, 20 most important moments in professional hairdressing um, during the period of that time and see what comes back. And that could be the beginning of, of getting some information. And again, you got to look at everything a little bit and make sure that it is correct. I had one other topic I'm going to talk about, but I think, I, I think I've run a little bit long. Again, I'm not watching the clock, but I'm going to wrap up because it is a holiday weekend and you guys probably aren't going to listen to too much this too long. I'll give a preview for, for next time. There was a TikTok that I saw that it was, says, I wanted to pull my hair out um, because it basically said that this person was, um, you know, just sick and tired of, of older professionals. Um, um, saying um, crap about younger stylists. And, um, and it, it, it was interesting. And all I'll say there is that just because you hear a person say something negative about anything in life, don't project it onto an entire group of people or, or onto the entire industry. And I say that across all generations. I noticed a lot of frustration with some of the younger generation talking about the older generation having these opinions. I get it. And for those who are younger and don't maybe don't realize that this has happened in every single generation during my lifetime, and I'm a baby boomer. Because when I was a kid, what we would say to our parents and grandparents, as they would tell us how we should be doing and how we should be living, often related to work and hard work and how we thought about doing things even as children, the most common response to us is, oh, yeah, mom, yeah, dad, we know that you walked through the snow barefoot five miles to school every day, all winter. We hear you. We get it. Uh, we're not doing it. <laughs> so... Again, it's, and that's the version I'm hearing here in the professional community. I mean, we've had these disconnects throughout probably all of history because different generations, we don't only come into the world in different ways and, and live in, because we, we're living at different times. You know, we have different experiences that, that color, you know, kind of how we look at the world. And also that, yes, technological innovation has always been happening since the beginning of time. We, we don't think of it the same way. That contextually changes everything. Give each other some space. You know? <laughs> Give each other some grace, you know, um, and, and, and not be mean-spirited in the stuff we say. And I, I love these conversations uh, across all generations. I think it's important. I think it's powerful. I don't think we should ignore negativity. I think it's okay to address it. I just would ask that we don't paint everybody with the same brush, especially when we're having heated uh, Instagram or TikTok rants out to other people. I, I think let's, let's recognize individualism. Let's recognize that we're not all the same. 
Let's have some respect. And we don't always know where another person is coming from. All these things matter. It is Independence Day, um, which celebrates, you know, our our rights as American, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence, you know, that we all are individual people and, and we are all created equal um, and that we have um, the right, you know, to, to live um, prosperous and happy lives. I'm not saying the exact words, but, but, but you know what I'm talking about. And all that applies to what I just said as well. So, um, all right, I have run out of time. Just kind of, again, some off the top of my head stuff. I, I hope I was okay. I hope I've given you, you know, some, some insights to ponder. And, uh, and, and again, I hope you'll listen in on Sunday, July 9th uh, to join me and Tabitha and, and Penny Burns on our first uh, Mastering Beauty podcast. Um, I encourage you to visit me over at socialbeautymakers.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter for more content, early access to the podcast. I also would appreciate a rating, review, subscribe, or best yet, share. Um, to pay it forward and help more find the podcast. I've gotten some really great reviews. Thanks to all who've left those reviews. I showed them to my mom. I was, I was just visiting her. I showed mom the reviews. She was blown away. So I'm so grateful. Uh, more is even better. I can show her on my next trip. Uh, once again, uh, I'm Gordon Miller. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to share more with you next time. <laughs>